I just want to talk to the mamas for a minute because I have two little kids and I am a full-time mom and that is first. And I get to run a business that fulfills me and makes me happy and gives me an opportunity to talk to other grown-ups sort of on the side. And I don't think that it has to be an either or. I'm not really on the bandwagon of we can have it all because I don't think that's true. We can't have everything, but you can pick the couple things that are really important to you and you can have those. And right now, my number one thing is to be available to my children and to be a full-time mommy. So that's the first thing. And then I also get this bonus of running this business and seeing people have their dreams come true on the side. So you can't have it all, but you can have all the things that you want. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today, we are joined by Jason Unger. Hey, Jason. Hey, how you all doing today? And we also have a special person that needs an amazing introduction. I think we need a round of applause. It's Kamanzi Constable from KamanziConstable.com. Was that a better intro, Kamanzi? It is. Um, you didn't tell everybody <laughs> that I'm the official host. Uh, yeah, he's co-host. the uh, official co-host of the show. That's right. There you we go. just announced that uh, in previous episodes. Hola, everybody. Como estas? Is that Swahili? No, Spanish. I <laughs> know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just okay. Who's our guest today, Kamanzi? We have a very special guest, and that is Mrs. Abby Unger, who is a wife. She's a mama. She's a writer. She's a budget stressor. She is the mastermind behind Flight Attendant Career Connection, which was recently featured in Yahoo Travel, Huffington Post, Facebook, Mashable, among other places. You can learn more about Abby at abbyunger.org. Hey, Abby, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with y'all today. All right, Abby, you're on the hot seat, so you got three people asking you some questions. I hope that's okay. Oh, I'm ready. All right. So the first question that everybody gets asked that comes on the show is the same. It's, what is the best concert that you have ever been to? Okay, so I didn't grow up going to a bunch of concerts. And I didn't go to my first concert until I was 23. And I'm going to say that that is my favorite concert. I had to go all by myself. I couldn't even find anyone to go with me. And I went and I saw Dolly Parton in Myrtle Beach. And when she walked on the stage, I started crying because I've just always been so in love with her. So that would be the very first one was hands down best ever. Wow. Was she glamorous? Oh, yes. So what does she say? It takes a lot of money to look that cheap. She totally delivered. It was awesome. (laughs) Did she sing Jolene? Yes. Yes, of course she did. (laughs) As she should. All right, let's roll into finish this sentence. And we're going to pass this one over to Jason. We're going to give you the beginning of a sentence. And if you complete it, go ahead, Jason. All right. If you make it to Bible study with no throwing up. Oh, it's mom win. That's totally a mom win. And it doesn't always happen to me. I'm not the one that's usually throwing up, but I did have a twofer last week on my way. So um, that was exciting. But if you can make it with no throw up, it's a mom win. <laughs> and so I don't know if we pointed this out, Jared. Maybe I might have spaced, but did we point out that Jason is Abby's his husband? Did we point that out? <laughs> no, we were going to leave that to the uh, listener to, to figure out. But uh, no, they, they, we okay, should have well, mentioned that. You're right. Ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry about that. So, Abby, uh, finish the sentence. If you ever partner with Kelsey Humphreys. Oh, we would take over the world. Well, but more specifically, I am partnering with her. We have formed a new organization called SheQuip, which it offers resources to help women start and build a small business that they love. Awesome. So where can people learn about that? So um, at SheQuip.org. So it's spelled S-H-E-Q-U-I-P. 
she quit. Like equip, but for girls, she quit. <laughs> <But> she. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so let, let's talk about the flight attendant career connection because this has just been an amazing success for you and, and just cool things are happening with that. So first of all, what is flight attendant career connection? So flight attendant career connection is a company that offers community, encouragement, coaching, and resources to aspiring flight attendants. I was a flight attendant until I had my first child about three and a half years ago, and I hung up my wings to stay home, but I felt like Well, I still loved it. And people were still asking me all the time, how can I become a flight attendant? How can my niece become a flight attendant? And I was writing, I was sending out emails with the same information over and over again. So I decided to put it all together and I self-published an ebook called Looking Skyward, Turn Your Flight Attendant Dreams into Reality. And to help support that book, I started a Facebook group and I named it Flight Attendant Career Connection. All right. Where did you get the idea to start a Facebook group? Well, when you're self-published, as y'all know, all the marketing is up to you. Everything's up to you, including the marketing and the PR. So I started doing some research and I was trying everything that I came upon that I thought might be a good idea. One of the things that I, one of the ideas I saw was to start a Facebook group and give it away as a free gift when someone buys your book. So I put that in the book, you know, please join this free Facebook group. And after the book had been available for sale about two months, my Facebook group doubled in size to 12 members. So (laughs) it it really wasn't offering a lot of value to the people who were joining it. It was just too small. So I um, opened it up to anyone. I talked about it a few times on another job hunting site where I had gone for resources when I was trying to become a flight attendant. And so that just started a snowball that started the ball rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling for the Facebook group to grow. And so I, I got a couple of questions here. This one is first one is to Jason. So Jason, <laughs> what do you think about Abby's flight attendant career connection, the, the Facebook group stuff, the stuff with Kelsey? What's been your thoughts throughout all this process? Well, in the beginning, I guess kind of the short story goes, we got married and she wanted to be an entrepreneur. She wanted to start a cupcake business, but I'm very like, (laughs) I want to know when I go to work, this is what I'm going to make. I need it real structured. And I was scared of an entrepreneur type of mind. So kind of crushed that dream for her. But as she got started with this, I remember last Thanksgiving, she got her first coaching for flight attendants, and I was like, that kind of changed my mindset. I was like, wow, this could be a possibility. So I have jumped from not being on the bandwagon to flying the airplane that she's riding in, trying to be one of her biggest cheerleaders. But it was definitely kind of a mindset change for me. And then once she got rolling, I was like, how can I help you? Because you're doing amazing and this is great. <laughs> Damn, that's great. Yeah, money changes everything, doesn't it? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so here's the second question. This one's for Abby. Abby, and you kind of covered this a little bit, but why do you think your the flight attendant Facebook group has been so successful? Okay, so for there's a couple reasons. Right now, the Facebook group, I just want to tell you all how big it is first. It, there's 9,427 members in it right now. I just added a few more. And so the reason, even though we're so huge and it's a lot of people, they still are very, very connected. And I think that's one of the reasons that it's been so successful. So first of all, it's the fact that I encourage relationships and I encourage 
the members to connect with each other. I create an environment where it's easy for them to connect and it's easy for them to become friends basically in the group. So that's one reason. Another reason is it's a safe place. They have a dream. Everyone in the group has the same dream, but they maybe don't have anyone else in their life that has the same dream. So I make sure that it's a safe place. And so I make sure it's a safe place by being very vigilant and watching what's going on. If there's a post that someone posts that is inappropriate or is kind of snarky, I take it down and I contact them and I just say, we try to be really encouraging here. And or if someone starts commenting and it's kind of ugly or it's coming across, you know, in a way that can be, you know, taken the wrong way, I do the same thing. I'm not super strict about it being on topic. Like they can talk about other things because I believe that's how relationships grow is talking about things that are slightly off topic, your favorite song, your favorite movie, things like that. But I try to make sure that the place is a safe place. Abby, true or false, you would delete my comment if it read, my airline is better than your airline. I would not delete that one. (laughs) It probably wouldn't get many likes. If you wrote, (laughs) though, if you wrote like, your airline is stinky, then I would probably delete that. (laughs) Hey, Abby, how much time are you, with the group that big, how much time are you spending on Facebook and with notifications? And does that ever drive you nuts, Jason? Well, I'll answer the first part. So the amount of time, I mean, it's all the time, but it's not all the time. The great thing about Facebook is they have an amazing app. They even just came out with the group, Facebook group app to make it even easier to get into your groups. So I'm not, it's not like I have to sit down and like open an email and respond to an email. I'm just, you know, sitting there with one hand while I'm cooking dinner or feeding a baby and just clicking like, 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 like. It doesn't take up a ton of time, but it is constant. Me, in the beginning, it kind of annoyed me a little bit because I'm like <laughs> in there trying to talk to her. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing on the computer? What are you doing? But now I'm just kind of like, it's kind of, we make time and we kind of put stuff away and we're just learning how to, when you run a business and it's through the internet, it's it really never closes or opens like a normal brick and mortar store. So we're just kind of working through that and we'll just be like, all right, we're putting everything away and we're either going to talk or we're going to have dinner or we're going to play with the kids. So it's been a learning process for me, but it gets easier as the days go on. Sure. So Abby, besides growing your business, what are some other doors that the Facebook group has opened up for you? Well, a ton. Pretty much all all my doors that have been open have been opened through the Facebook group. So most specifically, though, I had an opportunity to be interviewed by the Huffington Post and Yahoo Travel, Mashable.com, and even Facebook themselves took notice. When I reached about 5,000 members, I was contacted by an employee of Facebook who, her name is Brittany. She had joined the group kind of like stealthily, just kind of worked her way in there and started looking what was going on. She's responsible to just sort of see how people are using Facebook in interesting ways. And she reached out to me and said, I love your group. I love the fact that people are encouraging, that people are liking each other's posts. And I would really like to feature you in a program that we do called Facebook Stories. So I worked with her over um, a few weeks and an article came out in Facebook Stories. And that is where the buzz started that opened the door for the Huffington Post and the Yahoo Travel and the Mashable.com. I was even interviewed on an Australian morning show 
which was so <laughs> crazy and so cool. That was really exciting. And Facebook themselves sent a camera crew to our house and videotaped us using Facebook <laughs> and just living <laughs> life so that they could present it to their company. Because a lot of their people, the coders and people, they never get to see how people are really benefiting from their work that they put in. So that's something that they sort of offer to their employees. And we got to be a part of that. Awesome. So I hear you have a book coming out. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. So my next book, based on all of the little bit of, well, all the buzz that I was getting about the Facebook group, I had people asking me kind of the same thing with my first book. How are you doing this? Can you help us do this? And I said, of course, I can help you do this. And I believe anybody can use a Facebook group to build relationships. So my next book that's coming out the beginning of December, it will be December 3rd, it will be for sale. It's called Make Money with Facebook Groups, Build Relationships, Convert Customers, and Create Fame. So I just go through everything in the book. I start with how to set up your group, what settings to use, how to get the ball rolling and the relationships building, what to do when someone's negative to you, what to do when someone's negative to someone else in the group, what to do when someone's trying to sell things to the platform that, that you've created and the importance of protecting those people that are trusting you in your group you know, all the way through to how to use that platform to sort of get some recognition, some media, some PR, some things like that. So the book kind of goes over everything that you need. And you don't have to have a coaching business or a flight attendant business. This can be if you're, you know, multi-level marketing kind of thing, and you want to build relationships, a Facebook group would be awesome for you. If you are a fiction writer, you can have a fan page where you have instead of a fan page, you can have a fan group a fan club <laughs> where everyone can vote on your next book cover or they could talk about, you know, what they think that your main character was like in high school where you can just encourage those relationships in all different kinds of genres and businesses. So Abby, one thing you've kind of, you hit on it a little bit. You talked about make money with Facebooks. You don't have to give us specific numbers, but can you tell us, is there an opportunity to make money with just a Facebook group alone? Yes. <laughs> there. I mean, that's where I make most of, I mean, Facebook doesn't pay me, but that's where most of my platform is. It is, of course, because you don't own Facebook. None of y'all listening owns Facebook. You have to be collecting the people that are in your group's email addresses too, because Facebook could change the rules. They're just letting you sort of play on their playground for right now. But uh, that aside, so you do have to be vigilant in collecting their email addresses. But besides that, yes, that group of people that you've collected that now trust you and enjoys the space that you've set up for them to interact in, you can make money. So you can either sell your product, sell your book, sell your services. Those are some ways with no marketing money because a group doesn't have the same reach problems that a page does. So if you post something in your group, everyone in the group will see it. It will show up in their newsfeed. So you're not having that thing where it's only reaching 16% like your like page does. So that right wow. there is a huge benefit. 2.71% for Oh, is it 2.7? Okay, I heard yeah. 16. <laughs> nope, nope, Good. Okay. not that high. Not that you're keeping up with it. <laughs> well, let, okay. let me ask you, Abby. So yeah. how do you balance not overwhelming people with like promoting your book and your coaching and this and that. I mean, since this is your group, do you have like a ratio you like to use? Yes. Kind of the standard ratio from what I've read and what I try to stick to is sort of like 80-20. But that's just something I keep in the back of my head. What I talk a lot about in the book and what I believe is being generous is the best way to market yourself because it sets you up like an expert 
instantly. If someone asks a question in the group, I don't say, oh, yeah, you can find the answer in my book, Looking Skyward, available on Amazon. I answer (laughs) the question. And maybe the second or third time, I'll say, you know, actually, there's a ton of information in my book. I think you could really benefit from it. It's, you know, you can read it over and over again and have access to all the answers. But I don't right away advertise. Another thing about your group, because in a group, which is different than a page, anyone can start a conversation. They don't have to wait for me as the page administrator to post a question. So as other people post questions, I now have what I call brand ambassadors that just are so excited about me and the things that I can do and the way that I've helped them land their dream job that they sometimes will, well, a lot of times they'll talk about my services before I can even get in to answer the question. So the advertising, the ratio doesn't even matter that much because I'm really not doing a ton of advertising because other people are advertising for me. Abby, I got a follow-up question on that. So you got 9,000 plus people in this Facebook group, which is amazing, but it's inevitable. There's got to be some bad apples in the group that say, hey, now I can promote my book or I can promote my service. But how do you handle that situation so that those messages aren't, you know, crossing wires? Okay, so when I get the Oakley sunglasses, which is just like a spam that's from a fake account, I just delete that and remove them. If I get an actual real person who is trying to sell their business or promote their business on my platform, which is my Facebook group, I send them a message, I delete their post, and I send them a message. And I just say something to the effect of, you know, I saw you were posting a flight attendant career connection. I'm the admin over there. I'm really protective about the things that I allow to be advertised because my people trust me and I like to vet everything beforehand. But I never make them feel bad because I'm a small business owner and I actually, I totally respect their hustle. They're trying to find a place to get their product in front of people that they think it's valuable for. Now that I'm at the size I'm at, though, I can sell advertising. So I sell a sidebar ad on my website as well as posts. So basically, like they pay for posts that would be in the Facebook group. But I take that over. They still don't post in the Facebook group. It's all for me because my little tribe trusts me. And if they see an ad from someone else, they immediately start tagging it or messaging me and saying, do you know about this person? They're trying to sell us something. And they get kind of nervous. They look to me and say, is this okay? So I'll take that over and do the advertising for them. That's awesome. How big does the group have to be to sell ads? I think it depends. So it doesn't really matter as much about the size as it matters for the engagement. If you have people that are really, really trusting you and that are... So I think I got my first one when I probably had about 4,500 members. So that's still pretty big. But I think that it depends on how engaged and how niche your people are. Because my group of people are very niche. Like they, my first advertiser sold luggage. So he wanted to get in front of 4,000 people that were going to be buying luggage soon when they got their job as a flight attendant. If I had a broader base group, then I might need a few more people. Another way to go, which I haven't really done this, but I know that it can work, is affiliates. So if you sign up for an affiliate link, then you can post that in your group. And that's another way to make money through the Facebook group using your tribe. Hey, I mean, don't be giving us all the secrets from your book, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Let's give back. So is let me quick question. Is Jason an admin on the group? (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh I don't think so. Is he? No, not I believe. No, I'm not an admin on the group yet, but I might have to. All right, this is all good. We'll let you guys talk about that later. 
But Abby, in your book, you use the term create fame. Do you really think people should chase fame? Well, I feel like in our society that we have taken fame and made it into a four-letter word, which even though it's always been a four-letter word, we've made it into a bad word, four-letter word. And I don't really like that because I'm kind of a performer at, at my core and I like to be in front of people and I like to entertain people. So for me to do that, I would need to have a certain level of fame to be in front of people. So I don't think that it's something that is as negative as we sort of as a society have made it into. Like we say, you know, there's people that just chase fame just for the sake of fame or and things like that. And I just don't I do use the word create fame. And I did even get some pushback from it. But I love that. I love the fact that I've been in the Huffington Post. And I think that it's okay if that's something that's inside of you to be known and to have a platform that's bigger than you ever imagined. I think that that's an okay thing to do. The problem comes in is if you're not responsible with it and you don't treat it well. But, you know, that can be for almost anything, money, love, almost anything you can misuse. So I think that chasing fame, creating fame or having that as a goal is an amazing thing. Abby, have you seen the system work for your business? Yes. Oh, yes. I've seen it work for my business. And I've also (laughs) seen it work for other businesses. I have a couple friends who reached out to me when they saw, um, I actually spoke at a conference in June and I spoke about the Facebook group. And so I have one friend, her name is Corey Clark, and she wrote a book called The Simplicity Project, which is all about just simplifying your life in all stages. And she started a Facebook group called The Simplicity Project, but she actually runs it kind of over and over again. It's a six week declutter challenge where she sends, she posts a declutter challenge, a 15 minute challenge every day you know, kitchen counters one day, kitchen floors one day, like, and it's just been really amazing. And the group has allowed her people that are in the challenge to connect with each other in a very real way. They can post before and after pictures, which they probably don't want to put that on their regular Facebook page. You know, this is how junky my kitchen used to look and now looks how beautiful it looks. So having them all in a group has been really an amazing support system for people that are going through her program. And it's given her access to a lot more people more quickly. Kamanzi has volunteered to take a picture of his kitchen for the show notes of this episode. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, Abby, I mean, this is amazing. Like I'm all in on getting this book. So let's start to wrap up here. Jason, uh, you want to kick us off? All right. Who is doing something that interests you? Well, we talked a little bit about Kelsey Humphreys at the beginning. I think that she's amazing. Her book, Go Solo, just came out. She left the corporate world. I think she's really cool. I also think Kamanzi's doing great things, but y'all already know all about him. So who I want to tell you about is my brother, Chad Sumner. He's pretty entrepreneurial, too. We both get it kind of honestly, but he is just launching a new business called Holy City Paddle Tours. So he does stand-up paddleboard tours here in Charleston, South Carolina, where we live, around the harbor, down the famous, past the famous city skyline. So whenever you're in Charleston, you have to go on a Holy City Paddle Tour and just see the city from a really unique view in the harbor. Sweet. Gave a shout out to your brother there. So he has to listen to this now. I know. Um, <laughs> if he's listening to this, he needs to tweet at Jared Easley or at ZC, and he needs to let us know that he listened to this. Right, Jared? <laughs> well, if I'm ever in South Carolina, I'm interested in taking that tour. It's you know. amazing. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's really cool. So, Abby, what is the best place for listeners to stay connected with you online? Online? So you can tweet me at Abby Unger, A-B-B-I-E-U-N-G-E-R. 
You can find me at my website, abbyunger.org. You can find me on Facebook at my Facebook page, Abby Unger Coach Travel Speak. If you're curious to know what goes on in my Facebook group, everyone, more than welcome, you can join, take a look around, leave or stay, kind of see how I do it. I would love to have you come and sort of like learn how I'm doing it from the inside. So that's Flight Attendant Career Connection. That's the name of the group. (laughs) Can I come in there and advertise my coaching program? For a fee, that would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You just got sold. All right, so uh, I, I'm going to open this up to Jason as well. We'll start with Jason Abbey. Jason, you've heard all these cool answers from Abby, so I think she did a great job with this. And the final question that we always ask every guest is, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Jason, what would be your final thoughts to the spouse of someone who has a business? And then, Abby, what are your final thoughts overall? My final thoughts would be pretty much as if your spouse, loved one girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, if they have a deep down entrepreneurial spirit, just support them, love on them, give them the encouragement. Because me, I didn't understand in the beginning and it was real hard for me. But seeing how Abby has grown her business, but has grown as a person, it's really brought a lot of joy to our life and our family. We get to do a lot of different things. Me personally, I get to meet Really cool people like you, Jared, Kamanzi, as well. I just got to meet John Acuff the other day at a neighbor's table. And without Abby doing what she's doing, I wouldn't get to meet cool people like that. And it's actually changed the way that I look at myself, where I'm going in my career, and kind of helped me change the outlook of my future through her and her success. Awesome. Well said. That was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Yeah. So my final thoughts would be, I just want to talk to the mamas for a minute because I have two little kids and I am a full-time mom and that is first. And I get to run a business that fulfills me and makes me happy and gives me an opportunity to talk to other grownups sort of on the side. And I don't think that it has to be an either or. I'm not really on the bandwagon of we can have it all because I don't think that's true. We can't have everything. But you can pick the couple things that are really important to you and you can have those. And right now, my number one thing is to be available to my children and to be a full-time mommy. So that's the first thing. And then I also get this bonus of running this business and seeing people have their dreams come true on the side. So you can't have it all, but you can have all the things that you want. Oh, wow. That's well said. Abby, I mean, congratulations. This story is so encouraging. There's going to be a lot of listeners that hear this, and that's just going to be what they need to hear that day. So I just really appreciate that. Best wishes to you and everything that's going on with the Flight Attendant Career Connection and the upcoming book launch, all those exciting things. And of course, thank you to Kamanzi for co-hosting and special thank you to Jason Unger, Abby's husband, uh, for sitting in and helping out with this episode. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. This is amazing. Your spouse, loved one, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, if they have a deep down entrepreneurial spirit, just support them, love on them, give them the encouragement because me, I didn't understand in the beginning and it was real hard for me. But seeing how Abby has grown her business, but has grown as a person and without Abby 
doing what she's doing, I wouldn't get to meet cool people like that. And it's actually changed the way that I look at myself, where I'm going in my career and kind of helped me change the outlook of my future through her and her success.